Damn it! You bought a trap! You bought a trap! Oh, yeah! Yeah, he bought a trap! Don't vote Trump! <laughs> Don't vote Trump! Yeah. Don't vote Trump! Yeah, it's yeah. in it. Still it's good. Hey, hey, y'all, y'all be gone though. Hey, take the lighter, shit. Down Trump. Down Trump. What's up guys? I'm James Hake and this is the Hake Report and I just played that clip- I had Joel play that clip for you guys just to remind you, maybe you guys remember it, maybe you guys don't remember it but it was very memorable for me what you just witnessed was, or if you were listening to the audio podcast what you just heard was blacks in Chicago attacking a white man who, I don't know how they figure out the um, that he that he voted for Trump and yes, that is copyrighted music. Um, as I recall, they just make money on it. Hopefully, it's not blocked. <laughs> Ridiculous! That at the end of it, at the end of the clip, somebody threw in the song "FDT," which I'm going to talk about later. <laughs> which is the F blank Donald Trump song by YG, who attacked a um, a white boy. Well, threw a white boy off stage and threw him out of basically the a whole, um, a whole like festival, music festival back in Aug- October maybe, because he wasn't singing along to his FDT song with its uninspired rap lyrics. <laughs> so um, another guy got arrested for playing that music all loud and drinking a twelve pack of Budweiser outside the Trump rally. Just yesterday, over in Toledo, Ohio, somewhere. But I just wanted to share this clip with you of this guy getting beat up and a little bit more. They drive off with his car. So he, he got in a fender bender, and I think it was the blacks' fault with uh, some blacks, I guess. And maybe they saw, maybe he had a bumper sticker or something. He th- still thinks that we have freedom of speech in this country. This, I think his 49-year-old man, David Wilcox, I believe over of Chicago gets beat up after a fender bender and I don't think it was his fault by the way white man and just <laughs> I'm talking like Jesse white man <laughs> but yeah um, Wayne on uh, on Periscope believes that he had a Trump sticker on the car yeah I could believe that why else would they think that why else would they know that about him but uh Here's a little bit more silent footage. If you're listening, you're kind of not going to be able to see it, right? Obviously. But I want to just play the silent footage. I'm going to describe it. 
So they're driving off in his car, you know, one black. He's driving off in his car and he was holding on to it. And whoosh, he just, he eventually has to force to let go and you just see him rolling across the road. Two lanes on either side of the road. And he gets up and walks away, fortunately. As a, for a 49-year-old, you can still move around a little bit. <laughs> Looks maybe a little out of shape, but you can still manage. I hope I can move after something like that. Hopefully I don't go through something like that. <laughs> but uh, he's getting his stuff, just gathering. And some of the car, you know, the oncoming traffic fortunately stops for him. But, yeah, they carjacked him. They beat him up, stomped him, punched him. Punched him from behind as he was trying to get, you know, the guy out of his car. And they drive off with his car. And then apparently some guy witnessed it and says, oh, I saw you. I saw that happen. Well, they didn't see the beating, but they saw him f- fly off the side of that car. It's crazy. So that's David Wilcox beaten up. And I think it was, was shortly after, like the week after the, the election. Maybe the day after. Who knows? But it was November... Um, mid-November, maybe, when it happened? Of 2016? And November 8th, I think, is usually the election. Or whatever, you know. So, um, it might have been a cop at the end, I don't know. By the way, I'm wearing my, I really like this shirt. I'm wearing my Jesse Lee Peterson Merry Amazing Christmas Monkeys (laughs) t-shirt. And yes, it is a t-shirt. Surprise, surprise. Um... And it has a picture of Jesse, and it says, Have an amazing Christmas. And across the, across the top and the bottom, above and below Jesse's face, framing his face, sort of, it says Bond, and it also has um, silhouettes of monkeys. Beautiful, huh? Just thought I'd wear it one more time. I know, it's, I know Christmas is, like, way over. Even the 12 days of Christmas are over. Even the New Year is over. <laughs> but... I just had to wear it. It's so nice. I took a glance at it. I forgot I had this. So I'm wearing it once more. Last year, I received for Christmas this um, star thing. You know, like the, like the Christmas star that, that hung over Jesus. That showed the shepherds or wise men. or uh, The wise men. Um, how to find Jesus. Baby Jesus, or toddler Jesus, whatever, two-year-old Jesus. And um, I had that thing, it was on a timer, and it was a battery-powered, right? I had that thing going through February <laughs> last year. Anyways. So let me show you guys. Um, I play this clip every so often, I feel like. I feel like I've played it two or three times on the Hake Report. Plus on the Jesse Lee Peterson show originally. I have footage of this man being interviewed. 17-2 A, B, C, D, Joel. I want to just play this man being interviewed because it just kind of reminds me of all of this, these incidents where these out-of-control, passionate, politically passionate people that think they know what they're talking about and doing in their personal lives. They're out-of-control, evil, and um, yet they, th- they think that they're so much... More self-righteous, they're so much more self-righteous than these billionaires, like this guy that was exposed by Project Veritas, the Bernie bro. Out of control guy. 
and these Trump rally liberals who were arrested. Females, like 36-year-old, 29-year-old females, arrested. Um, just reminds me of that. So this man, meanwhile, this man's kind of like a down-to-earth guy, except that he didn't know that he can't drive around in Chicago with a Trump bumper sticker, I guess. I don't know, I'm speculating. Uh, this is what I heard. So here's the, this David Wilcox being interviewed by the Chicago Tribune after, and you can see, like, his face is a little bit beat up, his body and knees and stuff scabbed and bruised from this beating and carjacking and dragging in his own car, by his own car, across the street. Um, and him talking about what happened and what happened. So here's, uh, here's the clip. We're scared. You see, I'm getting kicked and punched. The car pulled up next to me. We sideswiped each other, but they hit my car. I put the car in park. The light was red. I got out of the car. One of the guys, um, African-American at the bus stop, said, yeah, that's one of those white boy Trump supporters. And I said, what does that have to do with this accident? I just want to exchange insurance. And then the next thing I know, the guy said, don't worry about it. We're going to beat his ass. And then punches were thrown. And the next thing I know, I had five people on me. Crazy. And you, you can see he's, uh, he's wearing his rosary beads. He must be a Catholic guy. And um, on uh, Periscope, Wayne Oandrea, Oandrana, I don't know how he's, Andronda, says James Parker did a storyline on that story, on this story, I think, on 1230 a.m. in Waco, I think Texas. He'll go check. So he'll find out if that was a, if it was a Trump bumper sticker or whatever. So here's part B. Here's, he goes on. This guy goes on to talk about the situation. And I fell to the ground. I was kicked in the head. They were in my car, stealing all my stuff. I tried to go to the car. I got hit some more. Uh, I tried to get into a defensive stance to try to ward them off a little bit and hold them back. And then the, uh, another guy said, get the car, get the car. And then uh, um, when he started up the car, my driver's window and my child-proof back window was open and I put my arm around it and the guy took off and he took off, he was doing 70 or 80 down Roosevelt, swerving. And he was trying to have me fall off and I knew if I somehow let go, I was gonna die. Crazy. So here's a little bit more, let me just finish out what he says. It's a predominantly African-American neighborhood. They started yelling things about, oh, there's one of those Trump white boys. And then I did make a comment and say, what does that have to do with it? So what if I support Trump? You know, he might not speak perfect. I didn't say that to them, but he might not speak perfectly politically correct, but he's the best man for the job. He's the one that's going to bring back jobs, the trade, um, get the people that are here illegally out, 
um, bring back jobs for people that deserve the jobs, that have been here their whole lives, that might not have a full education and can't get a job. Crazy. So here he, sa- he asks, what's happening to America? What's happening to America? You're supposed to be able to vote in peace. It's supposed to be part of our democracy. And what happened is I vote for somebody and I get beaten, robbed, and my car stolen. And I have no way of getting my wife to and from work safe anymore. I'm worried about the neighborhood I live in. I'm worried about uh, getting out of the car if an accident happens anymore in a certain neighborhood. Crazy. So here's how the blacks responded, or one black anyway. This black woman who's a CNN young, dumb, fat black woman. The 17-3, Joel. It's very brief. Somebody says... They're, they're claiming, oh, hate, Trump is inspiring hate crimes. And this guy says, what about this poor white man who got beat up in the, um, Chicago? And here's what she says. Most people on both sides should just cut it all out. And a hate crime is not the same thing as protesting. We have to sure. be very deliberate about and that. And what, what do you say to the people who, are, who dragged a poor white guy out of a car and beat him? Oh, my goodness, poor Trump. white people, please, oh, my, stop. Stop it, Carl. What I say to people that protest is that, first of all, apparently there's has That's never been protesting. an acceptable form of protest. Pardon me, there has never been an acceptable form of protest. What I'm saying is, I am calling for people to be peaceful. I think protesting is a right. It is what this country was founded on. We got this country via yeah. protest, actually. But it's never okay to no, use violence. Didn't. But we can't keep calling for people <laughs> well, you and I to be peaceful. We can't call for people to be peaceful when the rhetoric that has been used is not peaceful, uh, when Stupid. people don't feel peaceful in their homes. Let and me we have to recognize that. Yeah, that guy, Carl Higby, he was trying to, he was trying, but he was too beta to stand up to it properly. You're right, uh, Joelle. Um, yeah, that was, I forgot what her name is. Is it Simone Sanders? Some stupid liberal black female. Just totally dismissive of the black on white attacks, which are so common regardless before and after Trump. They've been very common, black on white crime. Yeah, Simone Sanders with a Y. <sighs> Oh my god, poor white people. And she just totally ignores it. Because that's what they do. That's what the liberal media does. That was on CNN. So I just wanted to share that with you. Just a little reminder. Maybe you hadn't seen it. Maybe you had. Um, That's out of control. Passionate people. Passionate political people. And this, by the way, does happen across the board. Even the so-called Christians get out of control. Passionate. They're subject to destroying their own lives and other people around them. Left or right, nationalist or globalist, Jew or non-Jew or anti-Jew, <laughs> man or woman, black, white, Hispanic, goy or Gentile. <laughs> uh, so, um, I just thought, it was just thinking of this because the Project Veritas, as I read about in Hake News, Hour 1, of the Jesse Lee Peterson show, today... James O'Keefe struck again and exposed this pro-Antifa, probably is Antifa, Bernie bro, Bernie Sanders supporter, socialist, communist. I've heard, like, people say, oh, I'm a, I am an all-out communist because they've taken away the, the stigma 
They've destigmatized socialism and communism. And it's so bad, like some of the nationalists think, oh, socialism is bad. It's just the globalists. It's just the um, anti-America people. No, socialism is corrupting, spoiling. Um, Jesse covered this too, by the way. And Andy, no, I have pictures of this guy. This Bernie bro. Um, what's his name? J- Kyle Jurek. There are some mugshots of him because he was out of control person. Arrested just last week. On DUI charges. And, um, this is a f- mugshot that I found from Ag- Andy No, who's an independent journalist guy, liberal, but independent journalist, tries to be fair-minded. He's exposed Antifa. This is like another Antifa mugshot. And this is the f- picture of, if you're watching the show, picture of, um, Kyle Jeffrey Jurek, age 38, my age, <laughs> arrested last week in Iowa. Polk County, charged with drunk driving, possessing drug paraphernalia, and more. Field organizer, paid field organizer for Bernie Sanders' campaign in Iowa. Recorded by Project Veritas, defending Antifa and calling for political violence. Excuse me. But he has, this picture shows his wild, nasty, (laughs) like I wanted to talk, right? But this big fat, um... Karl Marx-inspired beard. Marx being the, like, the godfather of communism and socialism. Marxism. Um, it's just that his, his mustache isn't as big and fat and ugly as Karl Marx's. But the rest of it is nasty. And so, you know, people dug up his mugshot. And I'm just, I'm bringing that up because people that, I think I noticed that the more into politics you get, like, out of, out of sorts type of into politics, fighting with people, bashing people over the head with it, it kind of correlates with being out of control in your personal life, seems like. Like, you don't have, have, no, have no self-control, but yet you think you'll run the country better than Trump. Uh, that's just that. Um, November 10th, 2016, could not find bumper sticker in the text. Um, that's according to, uh, Wayne, who is in Periscope. Thank you, Wayne. Checking it out. Checking into how these blacks knew that this man voted for Trump. (laughs) But, um, that's, it's just a mess. This guy, um, Kyle, whatever his name was. And then... Over in at the Trump rally. By the way, I apologize. I mean, I like to announce when there's going to be a Trump rally, or at least know, so that I can let you guys know. Because some of you might not, not be paying attention. I don't know how to go about figuring out, is a Trump rally today? Whatever. Maybe I have to keep on checking the site, or maybe I can get on an email list or something. Because I like to announce, oh, there's a Trump rally today. Because I have fake news, right? So, apologies for that. I'm fired. <laughs> but I'm immediately rehired because, I don't know, I'm Hake. Um, I reported in this on Hake News Hour 3 today at the Trump rallies. These liberals who got arrested. Um, Fox News and Tiffin, Ohio report that three people were arrested outside the Trump rally yesterday, last night, 
in Toledo, Ohio, including the daughter of a Democrat, a county commissioner or something like that. Lucas County Commissioner. So first is this black dude, and this is what, this is what made me think of the Chicago situation, too. This black guy, his name is John Miller. He is indeed a dude, looks like, I think. Nowadays, women grow beards. Um, was charged with disorderly conduct after police say he was playing F. Donald Trump. Actually, it's, it's, um, the title of the song is FDT. On repeat with a large speaker inside a shopping center with multiple children and other adults around. Typical unclassy um, black Trump hater. Toledo police say he was drinking a 12-pack of Budweiser beer at the time and refused to leave the shopping center. W-T-O-L. That's uh, where they got that. Mugshot of that guy. And then Laura Gherkin is the daughter of the um, Lucas County. She's the short-haired girl mugshot. Looks like she was fighting. She has some cuts around her eyes. Pretty girl. <laughs> kind of. For a liberal feminist 36-year-old Trump hater. <laughs> Not that ugly yet, right? <laughs> Pretty ugly, says Joelle. <laughs> but anyway, she's um, the daughter of Lucas County Commissioner Pete Gherkin. And Pete, you look at Pete, he just looks like a total beta. Her, his daughter looks tougher than him. Isn't that always the way? The women of the family act um, more, I don't know, normal. Well, she is not that normal. She does have short hair. Um, charged with disorderly conduct after arrest, resisting arrest after police say she was fighting with someone and yelling curse words. So ladylike, right? Typical liberal female, I guess. Especially a young one. She looks like she might support Antifa. She's not that young, 36, but... Um, Gherkin allegedly resisted officers when they tried to place her under arrest. By the way, you guys can call in. I will get to your calls, too. I know some of you are antsy to talk. 888-775-3773. Last person who was arrested at this Trump rally, outside of it, really. Lisa Rowland. Age 29. See, she looks tired or something. Or a little worse for wear. But, uh... Charged with disorderly conduct after police say she was spotted drunk and stumbling near the Huntington Center in Toledo, Ohio. She also allegedly punched an officer and could face additional charges. And she's white. By the way, these Gherkin and Roland, uh, they seem white to me. Did I give you the picture of the daddy, the daddy Gherkin? I don't think I did. Google Pete Gherkin if I didn't give it to you, Joelle. I just want to show you the picture of the dad, the father, Lucas County Commissioner. He had, he had, I reported in Hake, in Hake News, I think it was hour three today, yeah, that, um, oh, you did. oh, I did? Nice. You found it? Ah, uh, there, he doesn't even look, I'm showing, Joel is showing you us a picture of Pete Gherkin. He has like a boyish, he has more, it's a boyish haircut for an old, for an older guy, gray hair, but it's more, um, girly than his daughter's hair <laughs> and his, just has this goofy smile on his face. I guess I would be an angry feminist if I were his daughter, but, um, yeah, there's, she is and there he is. 
And he was part of the, he joined with a bunch of Democrats. Why would a male, a grown man be a Democrat? I don't get it. Um, he allegedly, or reportedly, I should say, called on Trump to be respectful of the community around him. <laughs> but you can't even get his daughter to do that. She is 36. She's, her own, she's been her own woman for 18 years now. <laughs> but uh, it's cringy. What's wrong with these? What's wrong with the whites? As, as Joel raps, what's wrong with the blacks? But I'm going to start a, a, I guess, a polka song. <laughs> what's white? A country and western song? What's wrong with the whites? <laughs> I don't know. Nowadays, whites can rap too. Um, so, before I get into calls, though, actually, Louie dropped off anyways. Before I get into calls, I wanted to cover this gay guy versus drag queen, speaking of people out of control in their personal lives. Acknowledge my hard work. Oh, nice work, Joel. It took me forever to do that. Oh, zoom in on his face now. Can you zoom in on his face? Oh, yeah, I can Make them. Joel is so, showing a side by side of father daughter. Father daughter love, isn't it always so beautiful? You ever see Boy. Millionaire Baby or something like that? Million Dollar Baby? Oh, uh, yeah. The, um, not even a real daughter, not even a real father daughter relationship, but it's a Clint Eastwood movie about the, this female boxer woman. And Clint Eastwood is like her trainer. But um, there you see Pete Gherkin and daughter, whatever her name was, Gherkin. <laughs> Laura Gherkin. Even with her frowny face and bloody eyes, maybe that helps her situation. <laughs> I don't know. She's, I don't know. What a mess. Yeah, it's sad. Such a shame. And she has a father. So it just shows you that your father can't be a weak beta male. Or he can, but then you're going to end up a beta lady. So, um, I meant to get to this yesterday, this gay guy. And I talked about it, I think, on... When did I talk about this? Sunday or Monday? Um, this gay guy, and you heard it probably a little bit on the Jesse Lee Peterson show, although I don't think that Jesse Lee Peterson mentioned... This guy who, drag, who protested Drag Queen Story Hour over in Australia, yeah, he did not mention that he was gay. Because his producer, <laughs> Nick, is telling on himself. This is Okay, so I'm showing you a picture. Joel is. Um, Wilson something. Wilson Gavin. And it seems like his name is backwards. Ga it should be Gavin Wilson. But Wilson Gavin... Australia, everything's backwards over there. It's, it's summertime in Australia right now. Everything's backwards. Wilson Gavin, age 21, died Monday morning in Brisbane. Brisbane? Brisbane? According to BuzzFeed News. I got this from The Advocate, which is a far-left, pro-homosexual outlet. Sorry, guys. It's, all, it's the only thing that Google brought up. Google's pro-gay. They suppress Jesse Lee Peterson, but promote the gays. He and other students from the University of Queensland's Liberal National Club, which is supposedly a little bit more conservative, um, had disrupted this drag queen story hour, drag event, at Brisbane Square 
library on Sunday yelling, Drag queens are not for kids. Okay, so I guess he died Monday morning. Protested Sunday, suicide Monday. And I'm showing you a couple of more pictures. Got these from the Daily Mail, Facebook. Protester Wilson Gavin and his friends stormed a drag queen story time for children. It's not for children, but it is for children because the evil people target and oppress the children. Re-educate, right? <laughs> At the library in Brisbane's CBD, which is, um, I forget what it's called. But, uh, he confronts Diamond Good. Diamond Good being the drag queen's name. The drag queen's stage name, right? Evil. So, did you hear that this gay guy, he is homosexual. Apparently, he was openly homosexual because they said that he was gay. That is slanderous and libelous to say it if it's not defamatory. If he's not open about it, he shouldn't be open about it. But he was against same-sex marriage. I learned that, actually, on the Ralph Retort um, a couple nights ago. Because here he is talking on Sky News. He's appeared on Sky News. Precocious young man, but homosexual. But now he's dead. But he was trying to stand up for what's right. Just didn't. I don't know what was wrong. I saw on news reports that it said that he was uh, a deeply conflicted person. I mean, you must be right if you're homosexual. But he was against same-sex marriage. Good for him on that. Against same-sex marriage. And then... I saw this stupid tweet from this change.org from Australia uh, official female woman on Twitter saying, I don't know why, what was her name? I think I have it in this folder. Saying, I don't know why he was, whatever. Sally Rugg? Yeah, yeah, Sally, whatever her name is. Sally Rugg. Wilson Gavin was gay. This is her tweet. Uh... I guess that was Monday, or something. I don't know why he campaigned against same-sex marriage. I don't know why he was angry at a drag queen. Because, because you're oppressing kids, dummy. And then she said, I don't know why he took his life. But I wish he was still here so he could have found us all. We would love him and forgive him. We do love him and forgive him. That's Sally Rugg of uh, Change.org. I found her Twitter profile. I mean, you just click on it. Um, executive director, change.org, Australia, right? Former campaign director of GetUp, I don't know what that is, probably something gay. Author of How Powerful We Are, published by Hatchet, which is a mainstream publisher. Activist, writer, speaker, very gay. Sally Rugg, I don't know if this is a man or a woman, maybe a transgender person. From Melbourne, Australia, mostly. And the rainbow little thing, which is in... Which is a perversion of the rainbow, right? <laughs> Followed by Soledad O'Brien, by the way. <laughs> Former CNN woman. Liberal. Horse lady. But, um... That's that fake love again. And the stupid politicians, Australia... Get a hold of yourselves. It was an Australian, by the way, who became an eco-fascist and went over to, um... Christchurch, New Zealand, which for some reason a, a city named Christchurch has mosques and shot up the mosques because in this guy's mind, 
um, he's an eco-fascist and we need to protect the environment by killing the people who are overpopulated. So he killed Muslims because Muslims are having a lot of babies. The migrants. So, um, Australia, man. Get a hold of yourselves. America, too. All the white countries getting cucked. But, um, and then you're fighting back against the cucking. Cucking is when you surrender your country and take care of people that you don't need to be taken care of. Um, it's also a bit of a dirty word. I, I, I feel kind of bad saying it, but it's, but it's, um, I don't know. It's a valid word. I don't know. Whatever. But this Gavin Wilson guy, um, I mean, Wilson Gavin, <laughs> I keep on trying to rearrange his name. Seems like his, la- his first name is, sounds like a last name and his last name sounds like a first name to me. Um, Jesse Lee Peterson pointed out Satan doesn't like it when you stand up against evil. And it will just swallow you up. And so I don't know if it was re- if his suicide was related to the backlash from this protesting the drag queen story hour or not. But, you know, you're a miserable person anyways. You have deeper issues anyways already. So, by the way, and then I will get to you, your callers. Appreciate it. Um, it's not just nationalists versus globalists. I think I already said this. It's not just socialists versus capitalists. It's not just Jews versus Gentiles, goys, as some of you alt-right people call us. (laughs) The alt-right pretends that the Jews call us goys, but I don't hear Jews calling us goys. I hear the alt-right calling us goys. (laughs) But anyways, it's good versus evil. And uh, you guys know that. Some of you guys are living in that right on. Some of you guys are waking up. That's cool. Women's Forum tomorrow, by the way, speaking of waking up, it's so cool. At the beginning of the year and the end of the year, we had our last of the year and first of the year men's forums, and they were excellent. And we had to skip the women's forum, the last women's forum of the year, I think, right? Or did we have it? But anyways, we're having the first women's forum of the year tomorrow, ladies. So um, for women only, 7 p.m. at Bond. Rebuildingtheman.com slash events. We did put it up. Um, and then... I'll get to calls, and then I'll talk about um, the Dem debates, hopefully. AP kissing up to Elizabeth Warren, pretending that there could be a woman president that could beat Trump. Elizabeth Warren, I've shown you pictures of her, like, waving and acting like she's natural and normal, and acting like she's tough. It's ridiculous. And meanwhile, the people were calling it... um, so one review called it a dull night of the living dead. I don't know if dull is an anti-white slur or if these Democrats are really that boring. Maybe, maybe both. Maybe it's a slur against the whites, but it's definitely those Democrats are boring. Dem debates so white. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that, right? Not that there's anything wrong with whiteness. But there is something seriously wrong about being Democrat. With that, let me get to Skip out of Augusta, Georgia. Skip, thank you for holding. What's up? Hey, hey, James, how you doing, man? Doing fine. Good to hear from you. Good to talk with you. Look at here. Um, you kind of re- you got me on the black the black subject. The oh black yeah. Opening that you had. Right. That you had with the uh, with the out of control blacks. You'd seen that before. story before? No, that's the first time I ever seen that one. James. Okay. Uh. It's it's amazing how I see this that story and I see so many and Joe Kenyon says it's only two percent of the blacks that do this. Less, less than two percent, uh, according to him. 
I stand to be a. Be, uh, you're right. Less than two percent. But in in reality, it's it's less than two percent that are caught. <laughs> well, I tell you what, they got the percentages wrong some kind some kind of way. Yeah, but, but if you think about ask- it, that's a lot because you run into a hundred blacks. That means one to two might be uh, violent crime, right? Violent criminals. That's right. <laughs> That's pretty That's high right. percentage, actually. That's very high. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you something. Did you see, did you see, uh, you've been keeping up with that story going on about the district, district attorney in uh, uh, St. Louis? No, I don't think so. Okay, well, she's a black DA, and she's going to sue the city for racism because uh-huh. uh, the police force and everybody, I mean, they, they, everybody's against her. Poor black lady. Everybody's against her, and she's uh, she she's even got the district attorneys from all across the country. The black ones, of course, black women standing behind her, and uh, it's a big ruckus. I can't believe you hadn't seen it. No, I had not. You know, sometimes I, you know, sometimes I get in the habit of only looking at Drudge or only looking at Cernovich tweets because he's a good so- news source, or only looking at um, Fox News front page so I do miss a lot I do get some tips um, spoiler alert over the time has sent good tips to me and um, to the producer for the Jesse Lee Peterson show but yeah I, I sometimes miss stuff I oftentimes will miss stuff so appreciate the tip right. yeah you know um, it's a it's a Jesse Lee Peterson is right it's a horrible mistake to put these blacks especially black women in charge of these things like it's it's it is apparent, obvious, kissing up. And it reminds me of this Cannes Film Festival, by the way. They're putting Spike Lee as president of the jury this year. Just totally just kissing up to the blacks as if they've, um, as if they deserve or are fair or something in their judgments. And they're not. You know, St. Louis, you brought up St. Louis, this DA Saint, of St. Louis from the St. Louis area, was a it's basically like a sister city, right, of Ferguson. Ferguson being a, a suburb, I guess. Ferguson where they rioted, the blacks rioted over the Michael Brown killing in self-defense by uh, former officer Darren Wilson, who lost his job right. for doing his job. Um, and I remember the riots and violence spilling over into the city of St. Louis over there. And they think they were attacking um, Arabs or something over there, the blacks, if I'm not mistaken, during that Michael Brown riot time, shortly after it, maybe. But it's, they have a problem over there, and they want to cry racism. It's basically kind of victim-blaming, you know? The community is suffering from the black crime, including the, including the innocent blacks who are not committing crimes. Suffering from black crime. They're primarily the ones suffering from it. And then, what does the black DA do? Take the side of the criminals, basically. Exactly. Exactly. Wants to not want, doesn't want to prosecute some of them. Yeah. Uh, even, though, even though there's enough evidence to, to warrant bringing them to court, but don't want to prosecute them. Right. It reminds there's, me of... There's too, there's too many blacks in, in jail and prison now as it is because of... Uh, because of the white folks. Whitey has put too many blacks in jail. No, the blacks have done it themselves. And, you know, Jesse has interviewed liberals who remember, and they feel that it's unfortunate, but it's not, 
that they're b- back at the time in the 80s, 90s, black leaders wanted a crackdown on crime, on black crime, because they knew that the black people were suffering from it, because the, the murder rates were off the charts during the crack epidemic in the early 90s, late 80s, I guess. And, um, and now they're complaining about it because they cracked down on the crime, and for various reasons, the crime went down, the murder rates went down. But now they're mad because the blacks are in jail, so they're letting them back out of jail, and then we have a murder spike, and we've just... It's so ridiculous. We don't need... Liberal- well, Ray, Ray Charles can see what's going on. It's yeah. Just, uh, it's not about right or wrong, it's just about... It's just... I, I don't understand. Let me, let me change the subject just for a second. I was okay. watching TV the, other, TV the other night, and have you ever heard of the Trumpet Awards? Not Trump, but Trumpet Awards. Trumpet Awards? No. Okay, well, look it up. It's a it's an award where they um, it's it's for it's for blacks only. Uh, best black this, best black that, best black African American this, best black <laughs> American that. It's called the Trumpet Awards. Okay, and 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 it blows my mind how even in the high schools and all, where you got best black athlete, best black uh, this, black best black that. Why are they why why are they want to separate themselves from us but call themselves equal and say that you know it just don't make any sense to me, James. Yeah. Um, they don't realize that they be. I mean, it's kind of like what they became what they hate. I don't know. I don't know exactly. Well, that's exactly right. They become what they hate. Yeah. They hated. They hated what they learned about Jim Crow, which I speculate that Jim Crow is as it's described today, is a caricature of how it really was. I mean, according to Jesse, it really was, it really is. Um, and so they hate that, and they became a, a worse example than what they heard about. Well, I don't know who this Jim Crow fella is, but he sure caused a whole bunch of trouble, I know that. <laughs> yeah. It yep. wasn't a real person, though, was it? No, I don't think so. Yeah, it's kind of like the... Um, that Willie Lynch letter that was a hoax too. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, all I, right. I appreciate you. Sh- I appreciate you showing that because it was a good reminder for people like uh, Joe King and that right. it is a whole lot more than just less than two percent causing these crimes. And yes, whites do cause them too. Yeah. But you 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 very rarely see white on black crimes compared to black on white crimes. Very true, man. Very true. Very rarely do. All right, thanks a lot, James. Is my phone a whole lot better this time? Yeah, it's very good. You're well-trained. I appreciate that. Well, let me tell you what happened last time real quick. Okay. My dogs dogs got to barking, and I got to hollering and cussing at them, and then uh, you put me on hold, and I put it on speakerphone so I could hear when you you, uh, got me back on there, and I forgot to take it off. Oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. I believe that. All right. All right, appreciate it, Skip. Take care. All right, take care, buddy. All right. So... Trumpet Awards Emmys, award-winning comedian, actress, and writer Wanda Sykes will host the 28th annual Bounce Trumpet Awards, an exciting celebration spotlighting African-American achievements. That's a comment I happen to see from Champ Marley. Thank you, Champ. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm scoffing. I'm scoffing at Marcus Jones in the chat. Let me just read his chat for you guys. Skip McBurney. He's addressing Skip. Oh, sorry, Skip, I doxed you. 
I mean, your your own username does dox yourself, but whatever. Joe has explained this to you. You're being willfully ignorant. Blacks weren't allowed to win these awards, so they made their own LOL. It's exactly what Jesse says they should do. <laughs> whatever, man. Anyways, uh, this Democrat debate last night was ridiculous. Like I said, um, thank God Cory Booker dropped out. Cory Booker is a guy, former mayor out of Newark, New Jersey. He prides himself on living in the hood in New York, in Newark <laughs> or something. Acting as if he's not a hypocrite because he's living in the, in the, hood, in the so-called hood or whatever. And he also prides himself on being ambiguous. Not Nick, uh, Jesse Lee Peterson's producer type ambiguous, but ambiguous in his, um... I hate to even repeat this, it's such a shame. But I got this impression after reading about him. Um, in his sexuality. This, I, I can even hardly even pronounce it properly. In his sexuality. This Cory Booker guy. And... I think it's a total slur and shouldn't be repeated to accuse somebody of, of being homosexual. It's, it's an evil slur. Um, some judges disagree, right? People have, have called that defamation, defamation, and judges have thrown that out. Um, even when you're called something that you're not, by being called homosexual, I feel like I remember a case where this stu- stupid judge, liberal judge, right? The court systems are corrupt, I admit, um, by these liberal judges and liberal stupid attorneys um, saying that it's, that it's not um, a negative to be gay or LGBT. Maybe it's transgender. But anyways, Cory Booker, um, because he's been like, he's still single or something, uh, maybe he's just an afflicted Gen Xer, right? Gen X, Gen Y, Gen Z, a lot of them are not having sex, not getting married. But anyways, he says that it's not a negative to be gay, so I don't care if you guys speculate that I'm gay or not. But he hasn't come out as gay. I think he is dating women. But he's a liberal, talks like a female, thinks like a female, worse than a female. Like a daughter of Satan. (laughs) And so he dropped out of the race, thank God, right? Just a joke of a person. I don't see how people took him seriously, except that he's repeated stuff that they agreed with. But he was so nakedly phony. Here's another phony person. So the Dems duked it out last night in Des Moines, Iowa. I pronounced it right. It's not Des Moines. (laughs) Oh, I should have showed this word to Joel and see what he said, how he pronounced it. Anyways, actually... Joel is part French because he's Creole, right? Isn't that part French? So you can read French. Right, but I can't <laughs> pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it was the final debate before the, I guess, before the primary vote, right? And so here's this AP headline. I have a, one last picture of this AP headline, I think. Warren makes debate case. Democrat wimp woman can beat Trump. And so AP is a far-left pro-female feminist uh, liberal activist outlet they they're called journalists they're called they're you know very well respected as being like objective but they're not Alejandra Lee Jaffe 
Stephen Pe- Steve Peoples, and Darlene Superville. Those are the writers of this ar- dumb article, which opens saying, Elizabeth Warren made a forceful case for a female president and stood behind her accusation, accusation suggesting sexism by her progressive, which they're, they're just adopting the liberal words. You notice that? The liberal media adopts the liberal words. Progressive means socialist. Uh, rival Bernie Sanders. They call her progressive rival Bernie Sanders. We call him socialist rival Bernie Sanders. Communist sympathizer rivals Bernie Sanders. In a Democrat debate that raised gender as a key issue in the sprint to Iowa's presidential caucuses. And isn't this funny? Because other, I have other dredge, drudge headlines, right? Um, about it. When they make gender a key issue... Kind of like when um, Ghostbusters went female. Remember all the Ghostbusters from the 80s? They had a female Ghostbusters team, and it was a bomb. So one review of this Dem debate that made gender a key issue called it a dull night of the living dead. An ex-Obama guy, ex, I think he used to call himself a communist, I think. CNN guy Van Jones, who supports Black Lives Matter, disgusting person, who gets kissed up to by liberal... Uh, rhinos and conservative rhinos uh, Van Jones said nothing I saw tonight would take Trump out (laughs) so he just openly disputed what AP and Elizabeth Warren pretend that a woman could beat Trump Um, this CNN moderator assumed that Bernie was lying about women because the story goes that Bernie Sanders Went, had a private meeting with Elizabeth Warren back in December 2018, over a year ago, and said that a woman, you know, the American people will not vote for a woman. Something along those lines, right? Because the American people are sexist is probably what he was saying, if he even said this. He denies that he said it. And he is not an honest person, despite what the, what rhinos and liberals and so-called progressives and socialists and Jank Uger uh, pretend that he's that Bernie Sanders is this honest person. He's not. And um, but I every bit as dishonest is Elizabeth Warren, better known as Pocahontas, which is a shame because Pocahontas was like a nice lady, but Elizabeth Warren is not nice, or she's nice but she's evil because nice is is weak, right? And weak just ushers in evil. Some people claimed that the debate was rigged. They cry foul and all that mess. And, um, by the way, so Elizabeth Warren, according to reports from what I heard, she said that he did say this. That Bernie did say a woman can't win the presidency. And he says he didn't. And then she did not shake his hand, according to Drudge. Oh, it was brought up in the debate? (laughs) They pretend like, oh, do we have it? Did Jesse play it? Oh, let's, let's go ahead and play this. 15-4-A, Joelle. Pull it up because she says that he didn't. Is this where she says that he did say it? Okay. It's just a, this is the Democrat debate. I wonder, was in this Democrat debate, which I didn't watch, I didn't even get to watch the Trump rally, unfortunately, which was in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 
But in this Trump, in this Democrat debate, did they bring up James O'Keefe exposing Bernie Sanders' uh, field organizer as being Antifa, as being pro-gulags, <laughs> making the uh, billionaires work hard labor so that they, billionaires work harder than that guy. Anyways, um, here's, here's that clip just to have a peek at it. Let's not turn to let's not turn to an issue that's come up oh, in the last her. 48 hours. Senator Sanders, CNN reported yesterday that and Senator Sanders, Senator Warren confirmed in a statement that in 2018, you told her that you did not believe that a woman could win the election. Why did you say that? He's laughing. Well, as a matter of fact, I didn't say it. What do you think when Senator Sanders told you a woman could not win the election? <laughs> I disagreed. Wow. So, yeah, that, that black woman looks a lot like Tamika Mallory, but has a deeper voice. Maybe not as phony. Tamika Mallory being the women's march girl. I was like, that girl? <laughs> I thought it was the women's march girl. Um, yeah, she just totally assumed that Bernie was lying about saying a, that a woman wouldn't be president. And he, Bernie just chuckled. So they just assume that it's right. Just like when they assumed... That Trump said, look at that face. <laughs> Remember that from 2016, 2015, when um, a female rhino sort of Republican woman who I think tried to run for governor in, of California. I forget her name. I'm blanking on her name. But she was running for president and allegedly Trump said, look at that face. And there's all kinds of things that Trump allegedly said. And they, the media just assumes that they just assume the worst about the man, even the beta man in this case about Bernie Sanders. They just assume that it's true. Um, and of course, a black female reporter would, I guess, assume that. Tamika, Tamika Mallory looking woman. Tamika Mallory is the woman's march girl. Pro, pro Farrakhan, Louis Farrakhan, woman's march woman. Evil. Black. Um... Also reminds me of when um, allegedly Trump said something about, um, you know, those Nigerians would never go, will never want to go back to their huts once they get here or something like that. <laughs> something like that. Uh, because there's been so many quotes by that sub- attributed to Trump. Oh, S whole countries, S H blank blank whole countries. That was not recorded, right? It was just rumored that he said it, and everybody assumes that he said it. I don't mind that he's, whether he said it or not, to be honest. I, might, I don't mind that if he said it. I kind of like it if he said it. I kind of like it if he didn't say it. I don't care. But these stupid people. Oh, by the way, and these people are pro-Bernie, right? They're threatening riots. Um... Elizabeth Warren, like I said, refused to shake Bernie's hand. And then this far-left documentary propagandist, um, you know, filmmaker Michael Moore, the fat guy, from Flint, Michigan, I think, he says that Elizabeth Warren stuck a knife in Bernie's back. And then hashtag NeverWarren was trending, presumably on Twitter. And the, the, the lynch mob, by the way, I heard the lynch mob was going after Vince Vaughn, 
speaking of Hollywood, right? Vince Vaughn being a, um, you guys know who Vince Vaughn is. He's the actor. He, uh, <laughs> perhaps most famous for the, mo- for the movie Swingers. Was it Swingers? What's that 90s coming of age movie where he was actually skinny? <sighs> is it Swingers, guys? <laughs> I don't know if he's best known for that, but I really like that movie. It kind of reminded me of the 90s and Los Angeles. I'm from L.A., Anaheim. But this Vince Vaughn guy. Vince Vaughn is like an actor. He's sort of on the conservative side, I guess. Um, sort of like Angelina Jolie's dad. Yeah, Joel, of course, knows him from Wedding Crashers and stuff. Vince Vaughn. He's an actor, a Hollywood actor. Very successful. But he, got, he caught controversy for talking to President Trump at a, what was it, a football sports game? Football game or something like that? I don't keep up with this stuff. I think that the, um, that the, uh, uh, what is it called? Super Bowl is coming up. Um, I think it was kind of a setup. Yeah, it is Swingers. Yeah, he was in Swingers. I recommend the movie. It's kind of, I don't know, was it a cult classic? 1996. See, my, hi- my freshman, sophomore year of high school. <laughs> Great movie. I don't know. Maybe it's not. Joel was five. I was 15. 1415. Anyways, um, yeah, Vince Vaughn caught controversy. Rolling my eyes. Oh, and speaking of the media, this Homeland, you ever, you guys ever watch these series on TV? Like, not you, Siri, like, um, Homeland (laughs) years, decades ago, it was 24. Um, (laughs) all these stupid dramatic movies where, uh, not movies, but TV series where you watch an episode and you have to wait the next night, but nowadays people don't have to wait the next night or the next week. Game of Thrones, all these movies. Well, Homeland had this ridiculous, I happened to see it, this ridiculous few episodes at one point where they were, had this Um, Australian actor who was mimicking Alex Jones. He was playing an Alex Jones type. And then there's this guy who's like the star of this uh, TV show. He says Trump can't have it both ways on intelligence. These actors so fake. It's such a shame. There was something else I wanted to hit to get to. Oh, by the way, about this Super Bowl thing. This is like an, a sign of like the growing degeneracy, laziness infecting California. This Fox, Fox promo, promos for this coming um, Super Bowl urge Super Bowl viewers to take Monday off. Because Super Bowl Sunday, right? And I guess you party late and call in sick the next day to recover. And they call it Super Monday. A day that everyone should take off and catch up on TV. And in this case, Fox TV News. Yeah, The Walking Dead is another one. So pathetic. Anyways, guys, that was fun for me. I hope you enjoyed that. We will we'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow is actually Get It Off Your Chest Friday. And, uh, and more. Hopefully today, tomorrow, maybe Saturday, we will have a throwback church service episode. Wait, today's Wednesday. Tomorrow's Thursday, right? Dang, <laughs> I'm jumping ahead of myself. Yeah, tomorrow's Thursday. Tomorrow's the Women's Forum. 
So today, tomorrow, Friday, uh, whatever. We'll have the Sunday service from 2009. We've spent a couple of weeks since we've put that out on the Bond Rebuilding the Man YouTube channel. It's excellent. We put out a cool excerpt from a couple of weeks ago. Yesterday, too. Check that out if you haven't already on the Bond Rebuilding the Man YouTube channel. All right, guys. Take care.